last week on the Dice of Thunder podcast. Yes, tell us, were you successful? (laughs) (laughs) All the Vex gets are dead. And then looks at Darnayru and says, You are afflicted. It is going to point at Kreethni. I'm going to fight everything I can to not let that happen. Okay, I need you to roll a will save. Oh, gosh. Do any of us see this happening? You hear it all happen. You see it all happening. I feel... Like we are being torn. This isn't right. It's a 10 total. Still plus four. Well, you also miss Creepney. <gasps> oh! Yes! <laughs> and you have a moment here to decide Jax's fate. Whoa. <laughs> and you feel it fall from your hands and into Creepney's awesome. arms. Well, there is one last thing that I can give you, and that is the gift of knowledge. About the Cradle of Quartz. Yay. Yes, please. please. Uh, I was hoping for more information since we saved your life, but uh, <laughs> we'll move on. That's, I gave you a lot of things. That's a lot of <laughs> All of our magical <laughs> That's power. That's a good point. <laughs> Free. Tune okay. in next week, Thunder Buddies. We go inside the Cradle of Quartz. episode of the Dice of Thunder podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's spooky episode of the Dice of Thunder podcast. Now in a beef with Kanye. Finally. That took longer than I expected. We made it, Duval. I just wait. We're just waiting for it. He's been talking a lot of crap. He I know. Has. Yeah. He been was all like, over the X. He was like, blah, 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 Dice of Thunder podcast. I don't like it. And I was like, Kanye, calm down. They ain't never heard no good words. You know did he switch, did yeah. he switch back to Kanye? Or is he still He yay? stopped calling himself Jesus or whatever? I thought it was just Yay. <laughs> Didn't he change his name to Yay? He did. Didn't he? Yeah. That's always... Yeah, that's kind of my you know what? That's one of yeah. my favorite expressions. So I'm not going to call him that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay. And hence the reason why we are in a beef. Yeah. Mm. Right. If only. You know, if you're going to be... <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Kanye, for hating our Thank show. Thank you, Kanye, if you're gonna for hating be, our Here's show. the real thing. If you're going to be have beef with someone, you got to give some form of constructive criticism. So what's That's the right. problem there, Kanye? Yeah, Kanye, come on, man. You can't just say you don't like the show. You just... And then not... Kanye. Think we're too funny? Is that what the problem is? Give us some constructive criticism, some feedback. I That's, think he's mad because Varg's shoulder pads are bigger than his shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think that's what's going on. Varg tried yeah. on one of the coats from that music video, and it didn't fit. <laughs> uh, his feet are too big for the Yeezys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can Tears, you fit a pair of Yeezys? Do they make? Tears I don't know. Yeezys. Well, now with the artificial toe. I don't like the way Yeezys look, so I've never, oh, yeah, I've never looked toe. into it. Not going to lie. They're really ugly. What are they we are very ugly. Yeah. I heard they're super comfy, though. Now we I really think they are. Okay, now we might actually be in a beef. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll start listening to the show. I know it yeah. doesn't take much. Happy spooky season, everybody. Spooky. It's Yay. October 30th. Yay! Do you want to take bets on how much uh, weight I'm going to gain from all the candy I'm eating? <laughs> 10 pounds. <laughs> 10 pounds. Oh, man, that's a, that's a lot of pounds. I'm going uh, 10.9. Oh, 10.9? Taking the over. Come How on down. How fat do you think I'm going to get, you guys? Oh, my gosh. I was more One like talking like a pound and a half, two pounds, maybe. 
That's nope. a lot of candy you nope. gotta eat. Going you can do out. that in one night. <laughs> Too easy. You have two sons out there trick-or-treating. They both look like they're seven years old. <laughs> oh, burn. I don't know. Yeah. Jackson's looking pretty tall. Oh, he's he got a little, little mustache little coming mustache. in. Oh, my oh. gosh. A little rat really? stash. Yeah, it's freaking me out. What that's, a... that's that Puerto Rican. <laughs> it's a Puerto Rican mustache. Sorry, yeah, buddy. It's not going to get much better. That's great. <laughs> so, what's your favorite Halloween candy? Reese's, 100%. Ooh. It's got to be. Easy answer. Are yeah. any of you caramel corn people? Caramel, like wait, candy corn? Yeah, caramel can, corn? Is? Yeah, candy corn. Absolutely not. So, I will eat it when it's in front of me, but I feel ashamed of it. I do. <laughs> it is so Same. Same. So That's hilarious. Ew. Air five. Absolutely not. <laughs> nasty. Candy corn. I'm yeah. I'm good on the candy corn. You don't want me. Uh, on Reese's candy corn. peanut butter cup is <laughs> is my favorite, but that's just kind of in yeah. general. It doesn't have to be Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll that's get a, down that's a on a Reese's point. peanut butter cup <laughs> any time of the year. Yeah, exactly. It's the perfect candy. Snicker. Well, they are available this yeah. time of the year. Yeah, yeah. All available. <laughs> <laughs> There's some downstairs right now. Yeah, I know. I've been eating them. I once, disappearing I once, slowly. I once bought a two pack of. Shaker. I don't even remember what they were called, but they were gigantic Reese's cups. It looked like they came in a, a pie tin. Okay, stop and you had to cut it like a pie. They are awesome. You had to cut it like a pie. But the chocolate to peanut butter ratio yes. wasn't right. It's way off. It was uh, way uh, off. Too, too much peanut butter. What was too much. Wh- no, too much chocolate. Too much chocolate. Uh, but yes. you have to make Y'all it that thick, or it bro. falls apart. Interesting. That's the right. problem. Yeah. You have to. Have you, you seen the big cup? You can't mess with the ratios. Have you seen the big cup? Yes. Reese's peanut butter big cup. It's like two of them stacked on top of each other. Same problem, right? Uh, no, those less are, bad. Those are yes. good ratios. That, that's, oh. that's good ratio good in the old big you. cup. Mm. El grande. <laughs> El grande Reese's. <laughs> no? Okay. Sorry. Jeez. Yeah. All what of our Spanish speaking friends <laughs> was are that? upset with you. <laughs> okay, so I, I, was, I took it too far everything. by adding Reese's to the end. Is that what you're telling me? El grande Reese's. <laughs> it sounded way too French. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It had some. I would say the French don't sound like that either. There's Spanish-speaking so. French people. <laughs> there I'm sure are, there are. There, yeah. there are. Of yeah. course. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's Our, uh, French-Canadian superfan Alex. I bet he knows some Spanish. You bet Spanish. he does. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah, tell, tell us. Because <laughs> everybody assume? knows how to ask where the library is, man. I know the bathroom. <laughs> Donde está la biblioteca? <laughs> Long time ago, I had a dream Whoa. to dub this show in Spanish. And we could reach out to that other market. I think that market mm-hmm. speaks English. Who, who but then I was like, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but then probably. I was like, oh man, I would have to sit here and then like no, 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 transcribe no. this show. We hire people to play us. Oh, hire. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I like this. Who you lost me cast? a hire. Yeah. Who would we cast? What Spanish actors would we cast yeah. to play? Eddie Rogelio, Murphy. The Eddie guy who Murphy. plays Rogelio, yeah, Rogelio from Jane the Virgin. That's <laughs> he's, he's the GM. <laughs> But nice. actually, your Spanish broadcasting voice is really good. It's pretty good. <laughs> give I, us something. I, I'm not going to lie. Oh, come on. I, I'll give you something. <laughs> yeah, pull up something in Spanish. He doesn't understand what he's saying. No. But, oh, he's not but I can read Spanish like a bouse. Really <laughs> like a, like a bouse. Hit us with it. Like a boss or like a... Like a bouse. Like an el jefe. Like a jefe. El jefe. Yeah. The bouse. Hold on. I will. I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. Don't worry. I'll cut this. I'll summarize. It'll sound real nice in the final edit. <clears throat> Los perrones han elgado en la entrada de la cuna de Carrazo. Dentro de estas alas refractivas, ellos son... 
Elsa Gridos por una sesión en la sombra que existe en un espacio entre dimensiones. Ah, which I think is, to us as the not... characters have reached the entrance to the yeah. cradle of courts. Within these refractive halls, they are stalked by a. <clears throat> you can't cut that. Spoil. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Whoa. That oh, exists in yeah. a. Spoiler, spoiler. Here's the problem. Spoiler, spoiler called the spoiler. Here's the problem. <laughs> I understood enough of the Spanish you were saying to understand some yeah. of what you just yeah. tried to hide. Uh, uh, espacio under. entre dimensiones. Yes. Oh. Alex, Alex, since you speak Spanish, um, might. tweet at me. Yeah, tweet. Whatever <laughs> Scott said. X, I'm just going to say for all the real Spanish-speaking people, we apologize <laughs> for your ears and what we, you just We heard. love you. What I want to know I is... I a lot of his tongue flapping around. How did, how, how did the head shake go at a different rate as the mustache shake? That's what I want to know. When you're Saying it. I'm impressed. It's like a dastardly character from a <laughs> 1940s cartoon. Detach it and uh, let it roll, baby. Oh, it's a, it's a stick on. Well, bam. Um, I just want to roll. Don't back, leave. Oh no, don't leave. Didn't just Duvall just say that uh, you wanted Eddie Murphy to voice you? Oh yeah, we're doing Spanish-speaking characters. Eddie Is Murphy. he a Spanish-speaking yeah. person? Yeah, he's from Brooklyn, so he's probably. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Spanish. Okay. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that makes sense. No, it makes zero sense. I think he might be from Queens. Queens, mm. okay. Either way, they speak Spanish in New York. Someone's so. speaking some something. They know at least all the cuss words in Spanish. I think that's how it works. Hey yo. Those are the first ones you always learn, right? In that, in yeah. any language. Yeah. Hey, hey, tell me how to say Yeah. Poopy. I think uh Varg would be voiced by uh Sophia Var what's her name? Vergara. Var, yeah. Varg would be voiced by Sophia. <laughs> Sophia Varg Ara. Yeah, uh, Varg Ara. This is a horrible topic. This is amazing. I was looking for my WD forty because. Oh, you squeaky squeaky. I'm squeaky chair right I now. Didn't I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah. You okay. just look like you were just rubbing your booty cheeks. In that chair. Yeah. <laughs> there's that MPAA rating. Let's take it out. I'm oh, sorry. Meat juice. Ew. That's got to be worse than that's, booty that's, cheeks. Oh man! You just talking about stew? That's the, what I was bringing back to you. Stew. Beef stew, <clears throat> beef stew, chunky meat water, Ew. chunky meat water. And and Brittany would just voice herself because she's Hispanic. So, yeah. I mean, I'm a quarter Puerto, Puerto Rican. So. Puerto Rican. Quarter. A Puerto Rican. I'm a Puerto Rican. There's a lot of shaking. We're dancing on the line right now. <laughs> Here's the deal. Duval got some new awesome uh, light up dice. The light-up dice are fantastic. Light-up yeah. dice. You know, a lot of times you play games like this in a not well-lit area, you know? Yeah. You have your laptop providing its own light, but you need to roll to see your dice. Before I had light-up dice, I had to, like, close my laptop a little bit halfway <laughs> so <laughs> I could see the number, you know? Bring over an oil lantern. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was out of whale the, oil for my oil lantern. Hey, it is Halloween, so it's on brand. I ran out of blubber. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you buy those dice? Tear Crux. Oh. I walked Tear in. Crux. I walked in and I was like, hey, I'm famous. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know that yet. From the Dice of Thunder podcast. <laughs> I said, I'm on a Pathfinder 2E actual like, play podcast. I'm pretty awesome. Were and they excited like, about that? You you uh, still spend your money here, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, I was like, yeah, I came, I came to buy stuff. Then, okay, you're famous. Until yeah. Dougie Fresh starts giving us promos, <laughs> materials, we're going to mm. spend actual money. American doll hairs there. Yeah, American American doll hairs. I spent some good. I spent some good fundage there. They got some nice stuff. Stop by Terracrux. A lot of games. Yeah, a lot of games. They had the Dune game. I need that in my life. The Dune game is I need pretty cool. We life. can't walk out of there without a game. I feel like it's hard. They got it's all kinds of stuff. I've got three games in sand. my closet we've never played. I know. They got stuff yeah. for kids in there. They got stuff for the elderly. There's a game called No Teeth. 
No, there's not. And you just pick <laughs> up <laughs> items. Are you serious? Uh, you just pick up items Are you serious off. Right now? Yeah. You Although just, slow and dangerous behind the wheel, you, still can serve a purpose. You, you have a deck. And what? You, yeah. You have a deck, dumb and pull dumb. a card, <laughs> and then whatever's yeah. on the card, you have to pick it up with no teeth. <sighs> that's great. Just with your lips. <laughs> Do you yeah. not know what movie that's from? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I know what movie it's from. Out of context, Sounds it's a bad. little offensive. <laughs> in context, it's offensive. Oh, yeah. No, in con- yeah. <laughs> it's just offensive. It's just offensive. <laughs> I have no idea what movie it's from. It's from Dumb, Dumb and Dumber. Dumber. You're better for not knowing. <laughs> uh, Duval doesn't like Dumb and Dumber. Do not like it. Or any of the awesome movies around that same era. And there were three of them, weren't there? Three Dumb and Dumbers? Only two. Well, no, no, there's three. three, but only one actually matters. There was like... That's deep. When okay. Harry met the, Lloyd. The prequel does not matter. Well, no. it still counts as one of the three. There's a prequel to this movie? Yeah. That's But dumb. it's different people. Yeah, it's a different cast. It's when That's when Harry met Lloyd. Yep. Whoever in Hollywood approve a prequel to that storyline... Pretty sure that was Matt Damon, wasn't it? Matt Damon. Wasn't Matt Damon in that Matt movie? Damon. No. No? What? How no. did you just pull no. Matt Damon out of the sky? I yeah, thought he was What's wrong with you and... Are you like, do you, why do, you, don't, you don't like Matt Damon? <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... A, I'm not I'm, if you're listening, I'm sorry, Matt. I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a Ben Affleck fan. I'm a huge fan of Matt Damon. I'm sorry. Let me reverse Love that. that guy. The Martian? I said it yeah, backwards. Yeah, the Martian? Don't, don't backtrack. No, no. Don't I backtrack. like... I like Matt Damon. I don't like Ben Affleck. I got those backwards. That's allowed. It's easy to get it backwards. I think that's allowed. Okay. Is yeah. it allowed? It's allowed. Yeah. Because not. you can't be Batman and kill people. Well, you you can't. That's not Ben Affleck's fault. Yes, it well, wait is. A no, it's said, not. No, it's not. Because no matter Jordan, who it is. I'll tell you what is Ben Affleck's fault. Yeah. A movie called Daredevil. <laughs> okay. And in this movie, right, 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 he was right, doing right. martial arts oh, like yeah. Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really oh, bad. Oh, my goodness. And they yeah, keep yeah, yeah. booking this guy. I can't get a movie oh. credit, and this guy keeps getting superhero bids. <laughs> you yeah. kidding me? Couldn't act his way out of a paper bag. Oh. Ben Affleck. He's won multiple Academy Awards. You just show up, and they give them to you. <laughs> That's how you do that. You can be a hack. I'm sweating right now. <laughs> Anyway, I don't feel that strongly. The needles on that side. We're just creating a lot of celebrity beef over oh, here. I love yeah, it. We got Kanye. Like... Yep. Ben Affleck. Selena Gomez. Whoa, hey, she loves us. <laughs> you, you stopped right there. Keep her name out your mouth. That's right. <laughs> well, we're not a. God, I don't even know how to celebrity guess. beef. Yeah. We're not a, a self-fabricated celebrity beef <laughs> podcast. There it is. We're a Pathfinder second edition actual plague podcast. And the Shumfollow Five are knocking on the cradle of quartz, y'all. Let's go. Finally. Finally. Let's go. I'm so excited. They're here. Yeah. Folks, they're at the door. In fact, why don't we go over to roll 20 and actually put them at the door. Oh, my God. To the cradle. The cradle of courts. Oh, it's a creaky door. <laughs> so, listener, technically the doors aren't open yet. Right. Oh, man, it's not a creepy door. I'm too excited to use that sound effect again. Because Although I'm guessing there's not wooden doors. <laughs> They're bronze. Remember what uh, what old Creethney said was um, that the front door, there were four few things. things, and they just happened to be cockatrice. So for the record, we wouldn't just walk up and be like, hello. Hi, cockatrice. We know they're there. So we like. Yeah, you know they're there. From afar. And, and Rolling some checks. Even even mm. seeing you guys approach, they aren't doing anything. They're 
dumb animals and they're just hmm. milling about because this is where they nest. Oh, they don't have a lot of predators either. So they're not really that impressed with you as you approach. Well, now I'm just offended. But I also only have <laughs> seven squares of map. Sure. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a valid point. <laughs> to host the entire entrance to this massive, massive dungeon. So I don't care about all those tactical things you just said. Roll for initiative. Ah, <laughs> it's evil. Okay. It's very <laughs> evil. <laughs> uh, I, I thought you said that they were cool. No, I was just trying to avoid Greg's very logical and, and very appropriate concern about yeah. walking, just walking up to four what seem to be very Beasts. threatening, horrible monsters. But, you know, this is this is how it goes. Don't worry, I'm still going to kill him. What would you have done differently? I would just re- roll a recall knowledge check on to identify what... Uh, I'm going to let you do that. I would do an intimidation. Out of combat. Are you serious? Yeah, not even going to use one of your combat actions. Yes. To consume that as a as a method of Dang, Greg. olive branching or whatever olive through branching? this, you know, come to the table at peace, Greg, uh, and together. So it'd be we, I'm rolling Alcan Star lore. I'm exposing. Oh, exposing. Yeah. Expose. Yes, please. Alcan Star lore. Yeah, is that appropriate? I'm going to need a nature check. A nature check. Okay, so I rolled a 16 total. It's not very good. All right. 16 total. You are unable to recall any information about a cockatrice, but I'm going to extend the same olive branch to anyone else who would like to roll a nature check. How about a desert lore? Got a 21 total. Desert lore is fine, but it'll be at a higher difficulty. Okay, I'll take it. 23 total for nature. 19, baby. Uh Oh, oh, that's pretty good, even though it's not the right knowledge. What's the total? (laughs) 33. 33? Yeah. Whoa. Man. Is it good enough? The desert desert cockatrice does not like being referred to in the third person. That's how much you know about it with your 33. It's You know so much specific knowledge. Yeah. Get out of here. A a cockatrice is a beast. No, Brittany also rolled a 23. What did you get? 21. 21. Okay. 21. So beasts, we know, do not have... Any weaknesses, immunities, or resistances, mm-hmm. right? Okay. A cockatrice is a large, angry chicken, Gail. Imagine <laughs> that. Uh, they are medium-sized, so mm. they are the size of a full-grown man. Delicious. Um, oh, yeah. It's, they it's, are, like a, it's like a mean foghorn leghorn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they do, they have kind of a roostery look. Yeah. I like that. One thing you know is that their bite can cause petrification what no don't get bit so something to know okay can i cast wild empathy yeah what um yes you can talk to us what's wild empathy so wild empathy allows me to connect with the creatures of the natural world and then i can communicate with them on a rudimentary level i can use diplomacy to make an impression whoa yeah you can do that (laughs) yeah yes you can okay and they are size small correction Oh, they're small. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So you cast wild empathy. Yes. I'm gonna need a. Uh, I'm gonna need a power word for that. Well, spell. it's not yes. a spell. It's a special. Oh, that's ability. right. It's a special ability tied to your druid self. Yes. Oh. What do you say uh, to these three battle chickens? Or four <laughs> battle chickens? Yeah, that's what they are. Heavy metal battle chicken. <laughs> that's um, a band name. So if. So in Wild Empathy, it says I can use diplomacy to make an impression. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do I need to roll, roll diplomacy? Roll a diplomacy check. Okay. 
We will say that their attitude towards you currently can I aid is neutral. Neutral. Okay. No. Don't Damn. Unless you have wild empathy. No, right. I don't. I just thought no, since she's wrong for diplomacy. I've tamed five total. Twenty-five total. Wow, it's not bad. Walk me through what this looks like in your mind. Your wild empathy. So wild empathy. I reach out with my nature magic and uh, communicate with them and try to calm them and let them know we're not a threat. Okay, you, Chris Pratt, put your yes. hands yes. up, Jurassic Park style, <laughs> and. You, these creatures, they all seem to be reacting to you, and you, you see a couple of them walk forward and snap their jaws together. Okay. <laughs> oh. No. That Uh-oh. was luck, because that was just a random roll of pressing this button right really? here. Really? That's yeah. great. <laughs> I, don't even, I, I don't even have to roleplay these. <laughs> Sirenscape does it all for me. You should never let me play with this. <laughs> I didn't say do it. Oh. <laughs> you just went for it. It's my bad. They come up to you they actually get kind of close you're tinier you're smaller than them you could technically ride one of these things. <gasps> it's a chocobo it is a chocobo <laughs> it's like a heavy metal chocobo <laughs> yes and Brittany has no idea what a chocobo is but that's okay I don't. <laughs> she's not a giant nerd like us uh the nerds out there love it though and i love it. you put your hand out and one of them the bigger of the pack of them waddles up and sniffs your hand and then it it's kind of tilting its head to the side Ooh. looking at you you know with one eye like birds do when they're <laughs> sizing up their prey yeah uh-huh. so uncomfortable and then it turns around and waddles back to its nest huh. and okay. that's it what? they don't do anything great so we can pass perhaps oh no <laughs> who's gonna I got try? zero information from that okay hmm. they do not take any hostile action towards you okay okay let's i i think varg should just start walking towards the door okay you've walked towards the door varg do you do anything in particular do you like shoo these chickens away or something Shoo chickens, shoo. With your little old lady voice, apparently. I don't know what that was. <laughs> that, you know what that was? The worst Varg impression I've ever heard. Can I communicate oh to them to um, go lay down in you their like nest? You like shush them or away like from the space? Away, That's yes. a good idea. Okay, so you do that, and they look rather perturbed. Hmm. Um, but eventually, it's like you're shooing them. I imagine you're, you know, flapping some fabric at them. I don't know. It's just kind of funny thought in my head. <laughs> it's just like when you try to scare a, scare a seagull off of your fence or something. <laughs> yeah. And they start to disperse from in front of the door. Oh, okay. cool. And, and you notice they actually tuck themselves away over, like, on the side of the entrance. Good chickens. And the entrance to uh, the Cradle of Quartz now is laid out before you. Let's Yay. go, guys. Good in job, there Before they yeah. come around the door Let's again. Let's not give them a chance to change their mind. Yeah, I don't want to have to make a six-piece out here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. which, which part of these is the nugget? <laughs> a, a wide paved road covered by blown sand leads to a two-level platform set before the temple's entrance. Oh, yeah. A stone shelf above the entry provides shade. The double door is 10 feet tall and made of weather-beaten bronze. Mm-hmm. The walls surrounding the bronze portal are inscribed with an intricate network of gears that circle the doorway and cover most of the visible surface. 
Massive crystalline spears of ice blue quartz jut from the surrounding cliffs. Several window shafts are cut into the face of the cliff, and they only show darkness beyond. And if you look to the north or to the south of where you're at, you can see that there are window slits that a medium-sized creature could not pass through. Hmm. A tiny one might be able to. So if you want to send Luton in all by herself, you can. Well, she's a tank. Uh. (laughs) She's a nuclear bomb. Should we just check the door first, though? I think we just go in the door. You check the doorway. Yeah, yep. we check it for trap. I don't think there'd be traps. But we could check it. And you're no longer in um, initiative. Yep. By okay. the way, but yes, of course you can check for traps. But we're gonna go back to an ancient rule that has long been confusing and forgotten, and that is the exploration mode. Oh yeah. Activities. Yep. Yep. Greg remembers what they all are. Go ahead, Greg. Take yep. it away. <laughs> There's avoid detection, which is the one I always am. There's seek, so you could be seeking for traps and or people or things. There is detect magic is another option that you can be doing. There is investigate. It's not called investigate, is it? Are you pulling them up right now? Yeah, you're good. It I is think investigation or something like that. And I don't remember the rest. It's avoid notice, defend, detect, follow the expert, hustle. Investigate is an action that you can take. Repeat a spell. So this would be something like uh, detect magic. Like, you know, that's that's a thing. Scouting, searching. Oh, defend was the one. Defend is one. You have to have a shield in order to do defend. Mm. So what you guys typically do is Darnayru prefers avoid notice. So he uses his stealth check to roll for initiative and also can determine whether or not enemies can perceive him at the top end of the fight. Detect magic is what Luton was typically doing, putting out the magic aura to, to feel a magical aura in her presence can't remember which of you was searching and investigating searching is looking for hazards so that should be somebody who has a decent perception check and then there's the investigate which is using recall knowledge to determine clues in the area Hmm. okay yeah and it ends up being your recall knowledge check that you it's a it's a secret check the gm does i don't do secret checks that's kind of that's our big house rule is that i let you guys roll your quote-unquote secret checks yeah but yeah there's some Skill exploration activities that are some suggestions to do um, while you're like how to use skills while you're exploring. You can track, you can treat wounds while exploring. Technically, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have to stop to do that. You can cover your tracks, you can gather information, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I'll be perceiving. All right, so we've got Duval is going to investigate, is or excuse me. Excuse me. Search. Yeah, search. Yeah. Okay. Very right. good. Hidden doors and hazards. Do you want to be doing some investigating, Varg, or are you going to also be searching? It's it's also possible to avoid notice with Darnayru and use the follow the expert ability, which would allow you to... Uh, follow the experts very complicated. I'll read it for you. Choose an ally attempting a recurring skill check, such as avoiding notice. The ally must be at least an expert, which he is, and must be willing to provide assistance. I don't know if he's feeling up to it today. Mm, Probably. Yeah. While following the expert, you match their tactic or attempt similar skill checks. And thanks to your ally's assistance, you can add your level as a proficiency bonus to that associated skill check, even if you're untrained. Additionally, you gain a bonus to your skill check based on your ally's proficiency. What is Darnayru's avoid no, or uh, stealth proficiency? Expert or master? I'm expert. Expert. So you would have a plus two. So what that means is that you get a plus eight to your stealth check 
if you want to avoid notice right now. So even if you're untrained, you get that plus eight. Right. That's how someone like a paladin wearing full plate armor <laughs> yeah. can mm-hmm. sneak through a dungeon. Yeah. So if you're not particularly stealthy and you would like to be. So I'm at a minus two. So that would give me a plus six. Is what you're yes, saying. that yeah. is correct. <laughs> All that being said, I'm I'm going to be uh, searching because I have a plus nine. <laughs> um, I'll be detecting magic. Perfect. All right. So search and investigate. Yes. Did you say investigate or in search? Search. 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 Avoid and detect. Yep. Great. So the three of you will roll perception, and Greg will roll stealth when when it's time to roll for initiative. You're standing in front of a door, and the searchers, the two people who are searching for danger roll yep. a perception check already did and 21 total 21 total 25 total 25 total the door is not locked and you do not perceive any traps proceed the door is not locked and there's no traps let's go in <laughs> move please move yourselves up to the door let me, let me open this for you Bronze, huh? It's got wood uh, hinges. LeBron's. LeBron's door. LeBron James. LeBron's James. You, one of these days. No, LeBron's James. I was oh. going to say. That's what's on top of the door. Explain that obsession to me, but I don't really want to know. LeBron James. There's several other guys who've maybe won two championships. You could say their name. Just a minimum of two. But none of them say their names the way he says his name. Oh. This is true. LeBron James. I just like it. It's just like, right. throw that S away, right? I mean, who cares? <laughs> who needs it? Who who need it? Not. Oh LeBron James. Kevin Garnett. <laughs> Don't play with Kevin Garnett. He listens to this show. And oh, my bad. That's, <laughs> an, KG, that's an angry man. <laughs> Not to listen to this show, baby. Are you all? You're not all positioned appropriately, are you? Oh yeah. Is this yeah. where you want to be when the door opens? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. This is where you want to be when Jesus come back. <laughs> <laughs> the door opens. Whoa. <gasps> oh man. Oh, who's that? What's sitting oh, inside? Oh my gosh. Shaka Khan. It's a it's large the clock clockwork sphinx. <gasps> That's what they were writing. A flying cat. That this, makes sense. Uh, Sphinx. Can I do a recall knowledge to confirm this is what we saw? Or this, what, yeah. what we heard about? <laughs> it's like Christmas Day, ain't it? <laughs> One second. Okay, okay, okay. This hexagonal chamber evokes the shape of a crystal with perfectly flat walls rising 20 feet high, angling inward toward the chamber's center and meeting at a central point 40 feet above the floor. The walls are inset with flat crystal faces in a decorative pattern that mimic a humanoid form composed of gears and wheels. Two sets of corridors head further to the north and the south on either side of the bronze doorway, and they are each partially obscured by tattered scraps of rotten curtains. Directly to the east is an angular dais with three stone steps carved from translucent stone, and seated right in front of that dais is a large clockwork Sphinx. Oh, scary town. Roll a crafting check, Varg. Okay, since okay. you asked so excitedly. Yeah, we all want to know. I know. 26 total. Yeah. Craft that. 26 total. <laughs> this is a beautifully crafted, incredible clockwork Sphinx. The workmanship unlike anything you've ever seen before. Is this Kosawana? Okay. But though? is this good? It does match the description okay, sure. that you have been told. I mean, it's a flying clockwork cat. Of Kosawana's flying cat. Yep. And then it makes this noise. 
Oh, roll for initiative. And now I need you to roll for initiative. <laughs> there it is. Okay, we're going to have to beat up a robot. Do we use the rolls sure we left from earlier? No. That was a different combat that you guys talked your way out of impressively. Oh, no, no, no. When we were um, exploring. No. No. You, you, searched, you were searching for traps on the door? On the door. Okay. No. Okay. Let's get initiative scores from Kairos. 16 total. 16. Oh. You rolled your perception? That was yeah. so like D20 plus 10? Yes. Okay. Yes. Varg. <laughs> yeah, it's rough over here. 26. Oh, oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, That's yeah. Broke to Luton. 30. 30. Whoa! Dang, Luton. Nice. Over here lifting weights. Darn Iru. 18. 18. Darn Iru. <laughs> okay. Combat has begun. Let's do it. With a clockwork sphinx. And it is the oh, Clockwork Sphinx's man. turn. Of course it is. Oh, this thing going to die. You rolled higher than a 30? Do you want to know what I rolled? I do. Yes. I'm really curious. Give me a dollar. I'll tell you. I'll give you a dollar. I'll PayPal it to you. Yeah? 38. What? That's, yes. that's what I rolled. Wow. It's okay. a, I rolled a, right. a 19. There you go. So, of course, okay. the Clockwork Sphinx. How's he got a plus oh, 19 oh, perception? Yeah. That makes sense. In one movement. Yep. Okay. Let me make sure about that. That's a, just 25 feet. Yep, 25 feet. Moves right up to Varg. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Hi, Varg. Mm-hmm. Swipes out at you with a claw. Okay. Uh, These robots. Do you want to know what my to hit us. is, too? I would love to. Can you question 20. all my rolls? Plus no, 22. I'm not. I'm just curious. Jeez. A 32 to <gasps> hit Varg with a claw. Almost a crit. <laughs> not a crit? Not no. a crit. Wow. I have a 23 AC now. Hey. Level six, baby. Yeah. Okay. 23 damage to Varg with Ooh, one claw swipe. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Yeah. You said 23? 23. Okay. Here comes the second Man. attack. 29 to hit. Okay, that's another hit. Not good damage that time. 19 damage. <laughs> Not good well, damage Well, I guess I rolled time. a 9 and a 1. I've almost a lost half of my hit points. <laughs> Two massive <laughs> claw strikes yeah. on Varg. Good grief. Okay. Yeah. That's the end of its turn. That brings us to Luton. This is a clockwork creature standing in front of you, which is very intricate and beautiful. And I probably should have showed you yeah, oh, I yeah. see the picture if it, you have the one. picture of it, but I was so see excited to attack you with it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Here's the thing is like I don't want all oh, this is look cool. I don't want to destroy it because it's close wow. on us, but nah, Homeboy left this thing on guard. Well, it's tra- gotta go. Remember what your um, your knowledge about clockworks from having to face them in the past. Mm-hmm. What Where's the weak spot? <laughs> <laughs> is it the chest plate thing? Is that crystal in the chest? Yeah, there so sure looks this like it. there is this beautiful like power source in its chest, right? And its eyes are glowing with the same purplish, like light purple energy. Yeah. And the, the, this thing's like all bronze and, and gold colored. And, it, and it's Pathfinder size large. Like this is a this is a massive thing that you guys are standing in front of. It's bigger than Varg by a long shot. Yeah. Who makes this giant instrument of death? Its wings are blades. Yeah. It's got like a little archangel thing going on. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Luton. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt? Lightning bolt from where you're at is fine, but it will hit Kal-El. Can I command him to move first? I can't, can I? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you move diagonal next if to If you him. move, yeah, if you take five foot of movement okay. and move... Move here. Let's describe this scene a little bit better for Gail. Varg is standing at the door. It's a double wide door, ten feet across. The Sphinx is on the other side of it, blocking the entire doorway. Right. Okay. Five feet behind and up 
by one square is Darnayru, five feet behind and down by one square is Kal-El. Luton was positioned to the west of Kal-El, and so a straight line drawn from her to the Sphinx goes right through Kal-El, which Lightning Bolt says it hits all creatures in a line. So that's why she's moving. Directly to the west of her is Kairos. So the team is spread out a little bit, and, and Varg is front and center in melee range with the Sphinx. Mm-hmm. Okay. So knowing that, Luton takes a five-foot step to the south to no longer have Kal-El in front of her. And where you're at position there is clear. So she's diagonal to Kal-El now, and you can now cast Lightning Bolt without hitting your fuzzy animal companions. It's a straight line? Straight line. Straight line, 120-foot line. Yeah, it would go... Cool. I forgot the... um the spell. You've part. never cast this. Oh, I haven't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't remember. Yeah, you've never cast Lightning Bolt. First time casting Lightning Bolt. This is a big deal for a spell. Okay, I'm going to stay in line with my deity, and so Luton goes to cast Lightning Bolt, and, and she says, by the power of Ghost Ray. Awesome. Yes. So that, that hits. I get a reflex <laughs> save. I think believe can you help me out there 22 i have to beat a dc 22 reflex save okay a 30 so that i just a success what is the damage uh 4d12 electricity okay 4d12 electricity you roll a lot of d12 i take take half of that yeah (laughs) hold on i need to get out d12 (laughs) it's a great hip-hop group too (laughs) d12 yeah Yeah. (laughs) my salsa okay 17 total 17 total. Yeah, I got two ones. The spell hits the clockwork sphinx, and electricity arcs all over its body in a much larger effect than you were expecting. And I believe that's the end of your turn. You moved and you cast lightning bolt? Yes. Kal-El has his bonus action and really would like to... It seems to me like he would want to get in the fight, but you're not... No, that's right. We already talked about this. Kal-El would stay back and try to protect Luton. Maybe so, he would move... So he doesn't move at all, I don't think. In front of me? He's... Or? Or next nope, to me. He's no. fine right where he's at. Okay. That would be annoying if he, <laughs> don't like if, he, if he keeps moving in front of you. That's yeah. going to be really annoying. You're trying to hit with spells and he keeps moving in front of you? Behind me yeah. then. Behind yeah. me. That brings us to Varg Kinbiter. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm no. not going to kill your Kiki. Right, yeah, I am. <laughs> no. All right. First thing I'm going to do is roll to intimidate. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> you shush. 17 on the die plus 13. Okay. 30. 30 to intimidate. 30 to intimidate. The clockwork... Sphinx. Mm-hmm. What is your what does your intimidation look like? Like what is it? What are you doing here? Well, uh, this kind of ties in with the next thing I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to roll to crank my innovation into overdrive. Okay. And so I'd imagine Barg. So you're pulling out your pulls out the axe. Do you say anything? Uh, or you're or you're just like making fierce eye contact, cranking this thing. Fierce up. eye contact. Okay. Yeah. I got nothing prepared. The Sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> The, the Sphinx doesn't move and doesn't react. Okay. Then the next thing I'm going to do is what I just said I was going to do is crank my okay. device into overdrive. So for this, I have to uh, roll a 22 skill check. Crafting check, right? Says intelligence. Let me find it. Dun, 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 it might be a flat dun, dun, check. Plus. Oh, no. I'm sorry. It is. Attempt a crafting check that has a standard DC for your level. I was looking at the added damage. So it's uh, half your intelligence modifier. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the standard DC for I'm your sorry. level is 21. Mm-hmm. So you roll a crafting check, DC 21. Okay. You've never done overdrive before. No. So this is this is an uncharted territory here. That's a 
Nine on the die, 21 exactly. You are successfully able to crank okay. your device into Five. overdrive without any damage to the innovation. Okay, nice. sweet. So with the overdrive attached, now I'm rolling 2d12 plus 7. <sighs> if you hit. Well, yes, <laughs> if I hit. Now, uh, I wanted to do Megaton Strike, but I'm out of... I don't have enough action economy to do that, so I'm just going to strike. Okay. Um, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> 31 to hit. Got 16 on the die. 31 is a hit. Yes, okay. Not a crit. Not a crit. Uh, I would tell you. I would say 31 is a crit. <laughs> so that's how you play Pathfinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 20 damage. 20 damage. And what was... Does, what a letdown. Does that have an energy type <laughs> attached to it, or is it just overpowering the damage dice? It's just overpowering the damage. Okay. Yeah. 20 damage. Awesome. Now, that being said, it has a variable core. I can't remember the last time we yeah, talked but, about this, but about how we wanted that's that when to you're, work. That's when it explodes, is when you do the variable core damage. Very, you're right, you're right. right? Explosion yep. does the elemental blast, right? That's right. Yep. I think when at I some the point in the future, you can yep. add an elemental effect. But for now, yeah. this is piercing, just, bludgeoning... 20 damage. Yep. yep. Okay. Straight across. Your axe, unnamed, and... <laughs> okay, don't want to rub it in. I, know. I keep forgetting to name it. I'm comes, sorry, everybody. comes down on the chest, like, chassis piece. Yeah. Directly hitting this thing. Yeah. And you feel... Yeah. And it rings through the bones in, okay. your, in your body. And you see a, a, a crack opening, but your blade doesn't pierce through. Okay. And it's not as effective as you thought it would be. Okay. That brings us to Darnayru. Absalom? Already? Out. Peace. I, I'm already there. You didn't see me <laughs> walk away. <laughs> uh, no, Sarkoris, gonna... Scar. I think I'll go check it out. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do something a little weird. I would like to try to roll uh, recall knowledge okay. to pass that to, to properly identify this creature. Roll a recall knowledge. What is it on? What am I adding to this? Uh, this will be a crafting check crafting. or a knowledge arcana check. Uh, I'll, I'll go with which one's more successful. <laughs> you tell me. No, I know the numbers, but which one's a harder check? Or are they the same? Can I aid? I'm That's not answering that question. It. I know you're not. And no. I, either way, I rolled a 26. Okay. Um, and I think crafting is probably the one I would go toward. Then that is a success. Okay. You hadn't. I, you didn't identify before it was Varg, right? Yeah, I did. Okay. Not. So mechanically, that's why. Mm-hmm. What I what I can tell you about this Clockwork Sphinx is that it has the standard like construct immunities. Yep. Okay. So it is immune to mental. It is immune to. Um, really, I'm like, looking for a very specific one that starts with a P. Paralyzed. Precision. Poison. It is immune to death effects, diseases, doomed, drained, fatigued, healing, necromancy, sickened, unconscious, non-lethal. He can't get sick? Just no. It's immune to all that. What about barnacles? It is not immune <laughs> to precision damage. Yes. It is weak to electricity. Yeah. And or a chalkum, which is my favorite metal. What about chuffing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you chuff that? It's especially... <laughs> If you, yeah, if you chuff, he'll take damage. <laughs> and it is resistant to physical by 10. So Whoa, okay. oh, weak against That's... electricity by 10, weak against orichalcum by 10, and resistant to physical by 10. That's a big old resistance. It's a big physical resistance. Okay, so that was my first action. For my next two actions, I would like to cast slow. All right. And that is not... Um, oh, you just roll a DC or a fortitude uh, against a DC 22. Fortitude against DC 22? Yeah. I critically succeeded. I hate you. I know. <laughs> Does nothing. Unaffected. It, it Just was literally a, a 35. Are you serious? Yes. 
I was like, maybe he'll roll bad and it'll just be at least a failure. <laughs> if I roll a natural one, yes. If you roll a natural one, is the only way it'd be a critical failure. I'm saying just any failure. A, a two and you still succeed? What was the DC? 22. <laughs> oh, no, I would have failed. I was going to say, I holy crap. Okay, spending one spell. And that's my turn. Okay. Worthless. Well, Kairos. I hate to do this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to call Searing Light. I hate, I hate this. Why do you hate that? That's a good spell. Because we're going to go through... You don't have any electric ones. Oh, you don't want to burn up your spells. Right. Yeah, okay. Come on, the magic of color lights. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Searing light. It's a 14 total. To hit? To hit. That's a critical miss. Yeah. It is not a 14. How is it not a 14? Because 14 plus 4 is 18. Oh, I use this right here. Okay, I keep forgetting that. We do perception checks and then... Okay. Yeah, so it's 18. That's a miss. Okay, And I'm going to go into Arcane Cascade. All right. That's my turn. That takes us to the end of round one. Stupid turn. It is the beginning of round two. It is the Clockwork Sphinx's turn. Hi, Varg. Oh, no. Varg is is body blocking at Uh the moment. Clockwork Sphinx, not a very skillful creature. It's going to strike Varg. Yep, that's what it would do. What what would it wouldn't do? 31 to hit Uh, Varg. Go back to bed. Yeah. Go back to sleep. 31 to hit Varg. Oh, you know that a hit. That a hit. 27 damage. Ow. Gross. Swing two with a claw. <laughs> oh, man. 31 again. What? what? Fake news. 24 damage. Ow, oh, ow, What are you ow, sitting ow, at right ow, now? Ow, ow, ow. I am now at seven hit points. Our tank is at seven hit points, everybody. Mm-hmm. Claw three because, because dumb wind-up robot. That what it do. What? 24 to hit. 24 to hit? Mm-hmm. On your you, third hit. On my third hit. You made it by one. Yeah. Well, two, because a pat tie goes to the roller. Okay, Greg. You know what I mean. <laughs> 17 damage. Okay. I'm unconscious and dying. Oh, my gosh. Varg is unconscious In and the dying. beginning of round two. two. All right, healers. This thing is a beast. The good news is Varg will now act at the top of round three. <laughs> He now goes before the clockwork sphinx. It is Luton's turn. You jump on Darnayer's back and ride out of there. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. He's unconscious. He is unconscious. Um, and dying. Dying one. Battle medicine. Or um, I need to heal Vart. Okay. I'd like to heal Vart. Yes, please. I'm scared. I think we should run away. Run where? I don't know. <laughs> this is not good. Enlist the cockatrice for help. Well, Can that's what I thought. We... But I don't think they're going to do it. How do we? Maybe. Yeah, use your animal... Wooing and woo those animals over here. It's worth a shot. Can I do that? Uh, try to enlist them, or is that that's probably a waste of time or like action? You do have the ability under the nature skill to like basically command an animal, even if it's not your animal companion. Can I command all of them? You have to. The problem is they have to be friendly in order to follow your command. They're not friendly yet. They're neutral. They're neutral. So it takes a while. Improving the attitude of an animal is not something that you can do in one round. So it's a great idea, but it's not practical in combat. Mm. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Okay. How far does my battle medicine reach? If I... Battle medicine is touch. Oh, okay. Two action heal is 30 feet. Okay. And you can always add 30 more on top of that with your reach spell metamagic feet. Okay. What I want to do is get me and Kal-El here and also heal Vark. You want to go next to the cockatrice? Oh, next to them. Not next to him, but out of the doorway or like around the corner. You can't get that far and heal him. In the or same maybe time. here. You can get. Well, I, I think the Sphinx will ignore me now that I'm down. Or he'll keep the hitting you. The cockatrice are neutral to us. That's right. So you could go you over know. by them. I don't want to trigger them either. To yeah, but maybe they'd be triggered on the Sphinx. When 
if the Sphinx comes out the door. Yeah, that's the th- I what would we imagine, don't know. Is, I would imagine would that's the Sphinx move. come outside? I think that'd be its next move. It's too big. It's like I mean, I- you've shot it. It can get through the door. It's like an Ikea shelf. you got to take it apart to get it. <laughs> <laughs> but no one knows how to take it apart. Right. Mm. Yeah. So all of us have attacked it, have well, done an aggressive. I'm, I'm calling time on you. What do you want to do? Oh, I'm scared. I, I think I might have a suggestion okay. that falls in line with what you want to do. Okay. I think that you, Luton, should move 15 feet and cast Horizon Thundersphere at this thing. That's like what I was going about. to do until Mark... And then Kalal, with his bonus action, will move with you. Kairos okay. can heal. I can. Luton is going to move. Would that be north? Yeah, north. 15 feet. Okay. And then I would like to cast Horizon Thunder Sphere. Yeah. Which okay. is Thunderballs. With the Z. With the Z. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> Luton is now, instead of being behind, Kalal is more like behind Darnayru, uh, further Fancy. to the north. That, that's never happened before. I know. And, and, and she fires off. A uh, Horizon Thunder Sphere at this Clockwork Sphinx roll to hit. Okay. Oh my god. 15 total. That's not very good. That's a critical miss. Oh! I thought we only get crit cards on Natty once. Oh, you're right. Mm, or else or you. else you would have been pulling a buttload of them. That's true. <laughs> so at the end of your turn as your spell sails by the Clockwork Sphinx, Kalil moves five feet diagonally closer towards you, keeping his predetermined um, guard cat activity going strong. This is so bad. I'm so disappointed. It is. Normally would it be Varg's turn, but he is <laughs> um, skipping down the track, and it is Darnayra's turn. This die is going in jail, too. You go before. I rolled better than... Yes. Wow, that's crazy. It's okay. Well, I'm going to defer till after Kairos. Kairos, it's your turn. If I try, if I roll to use a spell, but I don't hit... I don't lose the spell, right? You, you lose, the, lose spell. the spell. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb. I'm sorry you feel that way. Ah, so what'd you roll on that? Like a three? I rolled a three. Stupid. All right, so I'm going to do a three action heal spell on Barg. I got 30 feet on it. That's the two action. Yeah. Okay, sure. You're talking a third level is what you're trying to say. It says actions. One, two, or three. Right, and I'm going to do a three action. That is a burst that will heal everybody. Oh, okay, and so I don't need to do that. For less healing. Okay. You want the two action. Okay, I knew that. Oh. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling your wavelength. Don't don't touch my wavelength. <laughs> so, <laughs> you hands away from my you wavelength. You guys think, like, Jordan, he's chill. You know, I knocked his character out again. Kairos, <laughs> who hasn't been hit, furious with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so used to being unconscious and dying that it doesn't really bother me. It's not as bad as you guys think. What am I going to do? Uh, I, got, I got two hero point I, cards over here. First time? What am I going to do? Make a new character? <laughs> I'm going to do 3d8 plus 24 to make this heal happen. Okay. That's going to be 15 plus 24. That's 39. This, hey. Yes, it is. That's 39 healing to Varg, who is now conscious and wounded one. Yeah. And that's three action. That's two actions. That's two actions. Thank you. I can't. Uh, I can't unwound him. Um, no, you cannot. So I'm going to. That was a spell. Arcane cascade. Okay. Wounded one. Arcane cascade. Are you? Darnayru's up next. You yep. have to go next. So. I am going to first action is going to move, right. So I'm, I'm kind of going to go back a little bit. Okay. I'm going to move 20 feet, a little bit closer to where Kairos is. But behind Kairos. But behind Kairos, but I have a straight shot at this clockwork 
Sphinx. Yes. And it is exactly 30 feet away. Yes. And I will uh, put my life on the line. And I'm going to cast Phase Bolt. Okay. And so I have to roll to hit with that. Phase Bolt has yet to phase hit. Phase Bolt? It's the one that... Bolt. Doesn't matter anyway. I rolled a 16 to hit. That is a... Bro. It, I rolled Don't. the dice and it spun. Don't critical failure. What? No. Wait, did you did you do like I did and miss points? Miss points. Yeah, yeah he little. loses a spell. No. It's, a, it's a cantrip. Oh, gotcha. But there's no critical fail and nothing like that. I didn't roll an eighty-one. He didn't roll an eighty-one. Okay, got it. I just like saying it. New guy questions. It, but I've never seen a dice do that. I rolled it out of my cup and it landed with a four up and just spun. Yeah, I've never seen that before. Yeah, that dice. We need to get rid of that thing. It's a good die. I think Scott's house is on like a magnetic field. That's why it is. That's that's why his die keeps rolling thirty ones. That's my whole turn. (laughs) I can't get this clockwork to come out. It's your turn, Jordan. And there's Sasquatch. (laughs) Is this the top of round three? Uh, This is. It's technically the bottom of round two. Okay. Ah. Okay. Which is. Yes. So, so I am wounded one. You are wounded one. You are conscious. I'm still on the ground. Your axe fell yes. out of your hands. Out of my hands. Because next to me. quick little retcon. Oh, yep. Now's the time to throw that in. When during the Palzu fight, Palzu knocked Varg unconscious. Well, when you, when you fall unconscious, you were supposed to drop the item that's in your hands. Yeah. Varg's natural 20 on Palzu never should have happened. Yada, yada, yada. It's a rule. <laughs> Technically, if he doesn't have a weapon in his hands, he's not flanking with anybody else. So you have to have a melee weapon in your hands. Yes. Greg just made it even worse. Yep. Perfect. There you go. Okay. Thanks for ruining <laughs> everything, Jordan. Now, uh, now okay. his attacks come back. So Palzu shows up. That's I just, awkward. I just, did Palzu's what, like, <laughs> I just did what the so, GM uh, said. <laughs> you guys got my gun? <laughs> I missed yeah. that thing. Uh, next question. Yes. Did I get any HP from... 39. Yeah. I did. Okay. Yeah. I, gave you 39 healing. I missed that part. I'm sorry. I'm very appreciative of the 39. I'm over Kairos. here working hard. I know. I'm sorry, Kairos. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're kidding me. <laughs> Gotta get a load of this guy. Uh, <laughs> so Varg reaches I, over. I remember that you got like the a 30. Um, Just in the air. Yeah. 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 It's okay. late. All right. It sorry. is. It's way past bedtime. It's 11 o'clock in that, y'all. So Varg okay. reaches over, so, grabs his axe. So I'm going to have to. Spend an action to reach for my axe and an action to stand up. Yes. Good grief. Okay. Okay. I will and do that. An and then I will away. spend one last action to move. I want to try to get in between hmm. the cockatrice and the clockwork sphinx. Huh? Like. Yeah. I don't think that's a Napoleon Bonaparte strategy. I want to try to get the sphinx close to the cockatrice. So don't Flock. stand between him and the cockatrice. So Varg moves now 20 feet and he diagonally. Yep. And he's due north. Of Kalel by with a five foot space in between them, yep. and and Luton is tucked in there like like in a greater than symbol. Aww. How yeah. do how do the cockatrice respond? They do I notice seem agitated. They're flapping their wings at agitated. you guys, okay. but they aren't moving or um, taking any aggressive actions. As okay. far as they know, you guys meant no harm okay. the first time through. Are we really but try- you're encroaching? Are we really trying to? Coax this sphinx uh-huh. outside. Uh, fruitly. Let's do it. It needs to get out of there. And I'm not it's going hard back up to it yeah. again by myself. If I go back if I get that close to it again, I I want to be behind it. Same. Varg's turn ends. Yep. And as you guys retreat away from the doorway, and what he's got is two targets now. Mm. Kalel and Varg. Uh-huh. And as we do on this here amazing radio show, we let the dice decide who the target's gonna be. Yeah, boy. So Varg. Right. Right. Odds are evens. Let's go even. I got a D6 in my hand. If okay. I roll an even, I attack Kairos. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. What? Wait, wait. 
Carlos, Carlos is not even in the equation. You said Kal-El. You said Kal-El and Varg. I know. Okay. Girl and even I attack Varg. A three. That's Kal-El. That's odd. The clockwork sphinx oh boy. sprints up and is face-to-face with Kal-El and swipes out with a claw. I don't feel good. Watch him. Always. 31. I'm going to start fudging all my numbers. 31. You Watch said 31 him. every attack right. roll except for Oh, one. no, look at that. Another 31. <laughs> what are the odds? It's uh, wild. 28 to hit. That hits. She sounds pissed already. I am. 23 damage <laughs> to oh Kella. You can stay at my house tonight, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> You'll let me? I don't know if my wife will, but I will. <laughs> See what happens. You got a, a car with dog mode. He can just. I do. Sleep in yeah, there. dog mode. Second claw <laughs> attack is also a twenty-eight to hit. Dang, bam! Oh, that's not good. He's only got like eight hit points left. No, Kalel had like fifty hit points to begin. Twenty-seven with. damage to Kalel with oh, a okay. second no. claw. There go most of them. Goodness, that's the end of the Clockwork Sphinx's turn. Sounds like the end oh, of Kalel. It, it did move. Right, right, yeah. right. What's Kello at right now? Attack, attack. Two of 52. This thing hits so hard. We have the, the only way to beat this is to have all the chickens attack it and kite it and That's hit it with electricity. Saying. Like, we have to kite it yeah. around. How do you get it over there, then? Is it Luton, it's Luton's turn. Well, it I don't, is you got to, like, move away turn. We gotta without try... getting the cockatrices to attack us. Can we lure it with, like, some catnip or something? Because <laughs> it's a cat. Yeah. A with a little bit of oil on it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, OW20. Just, grab your, just grab your laser pointer. That always works on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luton, what are you thinking here? I know we got a whole dungeon to go through. We throw a rock. All the spells. Throw a rock at the cockatrice and then run behind the sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> so they think he threw it. Uh, I'm going to cast. Just point at him. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Don't Sorry. kill it's my not kiki. Your turn. Don't hurt my kiki, Scott. Okay. That's one action. Yes. Protect companion. Protect companion. Okay. Okay, that's a cantrip. And then I am... He's still conscious. I yeah. can't get him to move away. You can. You can command him. Heal animal. That's three actions, isn't it? Or it can be one or two. Right. And the one action is 3d8 healing. Okay. Can I do the one action heal animal and then command him to move? Yes. Okay. So I need 3d8 healing. This is so, it's so heavy in here right now. Yeah. Ten total. All right, ten healing to Kal-El. So he goes up to 12 hit points. And then what do you command him? I'm assuming you command him to move out of there. Uh, I would like to move him. I don't know if I even want him over here. I almost want him over yeah, here, yeah. you know? That's where I was going to head to, up up north from where so we're So she's at. trying to decide between moving him north or south of the doorway, out in the desert, like off the edge of the map. Like back to oh, go the, back to the airship. <laughs> yeah, go back to the airship. <laughs> Sorry, the world's gonna end. We okay. try our best. Let yeah. me, <laughs> I'm gonna move him south to. All right, well, has got 35 feet of movement, so he moves the full complement of his movement away. And, and that's is, the end of my turn. Um, yes, I'm um, technically he can move again because you have two actions. Two more squares. Sure. Okay. Okay. So Kal-El's okay. now at the, the corner of the uh, I just want of him the out entrance, of the way. Out of the way. That brings us to Kairos. So Kairos sees what's happening and knows that Kal-El's down. It's going to move, take uh, one movement action to move towards Kal-El, and then it's going to take a two-action um, heal spell. Oh, okay. 
So let me go ahead and take that away because you don't get to keep those. Nope. <laughs> Big heel on Kal-El. Incoming, yep. sounds like. Yipper. All right, so that's going to be a 3d8 plus 24. We do a big round here. So that's going to be a 31. 31 wow. healing to Kal-El. That's you. huge. And that was a crappy roll, too. That was a crappy oh roll. My gosh. Brings them up to 44 hit points. Okay, darn I rue. Yep, 5, 10, 15. Hold on a second. Did, did you move me? I did. I moved you one space. You said one towards Kal-El. Oh, um, one move action, like a whole move action. But you want to go all the way down there? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Kairos is now diagonal to Kal-El, but they are 35 feet away from the Sphinx. Yeah. And the cut. I moved one, 20 feet north, or 15 feet north, and then I'm going to... I'm going to try to hit it again with Phase Bolt. Okay. So i got to roll the hits. This is the fifth time Phase Bolt has been cast on this podcast. <laughs> it's 0 for this 4. This time, I believe. I think I hit one. I hit it once, I think. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, it's <laughs> 26 to hit. The AC of the Clockwork Sphinx is 26. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> we hit. Oh, my goodness. What type of damage is Phase Bolt? It is uh, Magical Energy. Okay. So it is not force, electric. Which force bolt? Yeah. And no, it says piercing. Okay. Roll for damage. Not? Okay. Oh, pause minus for 10. edit, because I have to pull out D4s, which I did not have prepared. So minus 10. Because I never thought I was going to cast this. It's 3D4 plus 4. Okay. 14 damage total. Okay. So your phase bolt ricochets off of the clockwork sphinx, but you notice that it, it takes some of the sphinx with it. As a little bit oh. of damage goes hmm. through. Nice. Remember, it's got physical damage reduction for 10. That's right. I don't know what that yeah, does. That's for... wild. Piercing is a physical damage type. There you go. And is Varg Kimbiter's turn. Okay. <laughs> Here's my... Let me just metagame for a bit here. Okay. Talk we to need rest it. the crew. Talk Honestly, through. my thought is we should run towards Kalel and just throw rocks at the cockatrice just to get them to run towards us. <laughs> and at that point, they would run into the clockwork sphinx. Ooh, that's my thought. But I mean, there are three try. of us in between. I was trying to get him to come up closer to us is all I was trying to do. Yeah. And then where do you go after that? What happens then? I mean, I could start working on diplomacy with them. Mm. No. It okay. takes, 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 takes too, too much long. time. Some kind of an idea here, though, is what you got cooking. Yeah. Right. Rock. Something to attract the cockatrice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's my idea. For this to work, though... Y'all would have to follow me. I don't have any other better ideas, so do you, boo. I'm following. Okay. Oh, this is going to be like the crane with the box. This is going to be good. I, <laughs> Varg would like to spend two actions to run close to Kairos All and right. throw a rock at the, at the cockatrice. <laughs> <laughs> so this is crunching. Or, or, you don't, or hold on, hold on. Hold you don't on, have on, a on. rock in your hand. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. He throw your axe. <laughs> It's the only thing you got Hold in your on, hand. Hold on. Python, it'll come back. Hold on. One thing. Can you refresh my memory of the turn order here? Is you are now acting at the end of round three. The clockwork sphinx is next. Correct. Oh, my god. And Luton is after that. Could you just run super wide around the cockatrices and just don't stop? Like, well, they might was, get mad. Well, that was Just run around them north. Around, they're not like above you. hostile yes. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not hostile. They're, they're, they're agitated. They're neutral, you said. Let's try that. That's correct. They are neutral. So I'm saying if you just run up north past the building and the clockwork keeps chasing us, he's too big to run by them without running into them. That's true. Yeah, you need to go. He wants to keep running. Yeah, keep running, yeah. bro. He wants to run all the way past the cockatrices. Yeah, run away. How do Let's they respond? See. Don't stop. Keep running. Just don't <laughs> stop. I'm asking how they respond. Oh, okay. Wow. Do you stop? Or No. I think that's as far as I can go. 
I need you to you complete your here. turn before I can, re- you know, my turn is over. respond. That you can run way farther than that. You were right here. Thirty-five feet. You ran here. one That's, and a half moves. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, run, run, run. Vargas moved thirty-five feet. Put me up to the tip so far. Here. He can move a total of seventy-five feet in his turn with three move actions. There we go. Oh, so Varg has run um, twenty feet past the cockatrices now, upper kind of up the edge of the face of the cradle of quartz. And what do I see? How far? <laughs> what do your elf eyes see? <laughs> what is this? Uh, yeah, it's a window. window. That's only two actions. You move 50 feet. You still have an action. Come on, Bart. If you want it. Nope, I don't. Okay. You don't want to move further, further north? That would take me off the map. You could aid, right? Uh, preparing an a- uh, preparing to aid, doesn't preparing that cost more than one? Oh. It's a reaction two and two actions. actions. Yeah. Oh, never mind. What done? happens? Are you done? Yep. Okay. What happens? All three, or all four cockatrices get riled up by your <laughs> running by them. Yep. And they all proceed after you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. It's... You riled them up. Uh, yep. Okay. But when are they in the initiative order? They all go right now. Oh, awesome. Because oh. it's the end of the round, so they have to go. Okay. <laughs> this is bad. So, <laughs> so the, the first oh, one up no. is, is Cockatrice 1. Yep. And it moves up 15 feet. You should have kept running, bro. And, <laughs> and, you should have kept running. I said, go north. To where? The all back. the way north. Who cares? Just make sure they know you're not stopping near them. He said I'll be up the oh, You're 20 <laughs> feet away. That's not very far. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Takes a beak attack at Varg. I have not rolled under a 14 on this dice for this entire I combat. Know. I can't wait for it to this be This one's not ones. any different. 35 to hit. Oh, my gosh. What is with this die today? It wants blood, I guess. Well, that's a critical. Okay. Dang, bro. Petrified. Six damage, but I need you to roll a fortitude save. What? This is Six very damage. important. Six dim- damage, oh, no. and turn I need a, a fortitude save. <laughs> 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 You're gonna uh, get a, gonna infected. A petrified chicken. <laughs> Please pass this. That is 24 total. Yes. You're fine. Yes. Okay. Ooh. What would have happened? Just fine. I don't know. Something strange, I'm sure. Maybe it'll happen on this attack as a second bite comes in. You guys have given it's, me. Uh, petrify, remember? 12 more actions. What? Woo! Yeah, because all four chickens. Four murder chickens. Yeah. And the second bite rolls in with a 29 to hit. Oh, okay. That's a hit. I need a fortitude save. Murder as you chickens. take eight damage. Oh, bruh. The crit was less than that attack. I know. It was max damage on that one. He could be running fortitude saves whole life. Eight damage, you said? Eight damage and a fortitude save. Yep. Eight, Varg is very fortitudinous. 18. But Four, not, I rolled a five. But not fortitude enough. <laughs> as he becomes just, slowed one. Uh-oh. Fortituded. As the gross slobber from inside the beak of the cockatrice seeps into your Vargi puppy skin. Ew. Oh. Yummy. That's Nar. the first of four. Cockatrice number three is closer to Darnayru. Dumb. I didn't go near him. Moves straight towards you. Great. He doesn't care if you die at all. He wants you dead. No, I'm no. bad decision making. I want them to attack. Thirty to hit. That hits. Roll a fortitude save as you take one damage. I rolled twenty-six. Fortitude fine. And how much damage did you say? One. One damage. Take Second damage. attack is only a fourteen to hit. That is a miss. Cockatrice four oh. takes its turn. Hmm, split the difference. Varg or Darnayru 
roll. I think I have to. Yeah. yeah. It's we're like even distance. Basically exactly the same distance away. Yeah. Odds or evens, Greg? Always odds. Odds for Greg. I rolled a nine. I attack Greg. Yeah, you do. Now the question is, do I go south with him or north with him? You go south, so you're closer to the Sphinx. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let the dice decide that, too. Okay. So uh, I feel like if we go in a straight line, which would put him north. Let's be realistic about this. Yeah, it's uh, a chicken. Come on. Okay. I mean, it is more north direct than south. Path. Direct path yep. is directly at Darnayru. Uh-huh. Rolls to hit a 27 to hit. That is a hit. Seven damage, and I need a fortitude save. 27. You're fine. Second attack is a 25 to hit. That's a hit. Seven more damage. Fortitude save. 20. That's a pass. Okay. You're fine. You said seven more damage. I did. So 14 damage from that bird. (sighs) Bird's the word. Anger chicken. This one's equidistant to Darnayru and Luton. So, Brittany, odds or evens? Odds. Odds I attack Brittany. The dice have rolled a 16. Sorry, Greg. This one's going to fill the gap. And now there are three murder chickens around Darnayru. And one of them is in melee with Luton. And all of them are up against the edge of the first step. Oh, 21? No, that is not a hit. That is a miss on the first attack. Come on, miss again. No, uh, 26 on the second attack. That's a hit. And I need a fortitude. Oh, my God. And I need a fortitude save as I throw my D8 across the room. You take six damage, and you were slowed two. Gosh, I need that not to freaking happen. Two on the critical failure. Six damage, you said? Six damage. I need my my actions because that screws up literally everything I was going to do. If the clockwork sphinx, slow two, which okay. is now its turn at the top of round four, moves five feet, it can get into melee range with a cockatrice and Luton. Once again, Brittany, I ask you, odds or evens? Evens. Twenty. Shoot. Luton takes a claw attack. Oh man, twenty nine to hit Luton. That's a hit. Okay. Oh my. Um. 29 damage with the claw <laughs> on the Clockwork Sphinx. What in the world? Massive claw coming down on a tiny little creature. Second claw. 25 to hit. That hits. Why even roll? Would, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a hit. I checked the Chungus to see if, because you're tiny loot, and if you get a, a bonus to your AC because it's a large creature attacking you and not a medium, because all of the, the balancing is done off of like a medium-sized creature, but apparently they took that away in second edition. Oh. So you can tweet Jason Bullman about that. Hmm. And, uh, and and I hit you, so I'm rolling damage, and the damage is um, 16 damage against Luton. Well, that takes us to the end of the Sphinx's turn, and up next is Luton, but she's going to have to wait to take her turn until next week. Of course. Yes. What a, uh, I hate ending mid-combat, but, you know, it is like what it this. is. And like We're this. We're down bad. Yeah, someone, take the batteries out of this. Tune space. in next week for a TPK. <laughs> no. 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 Why would you, why? Why, why, why would not? you do that? You know, anyway, thanks, Thunder Buddies. Jeez. <laughs>
Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com.